0: Welcome, everybody, to our Kingdom Link podcast. We are so excited and thankful that you're here and joining us. We thank you all so much for all the great feedback we've been hearing on our previous episodes. Today, I am so excited and honored that I have my father, my co-host here, Tim Gill. But it's also an even greater honor because we have my papa, Bishop M.L. Walls, here with us today.
1: Hey Amen. What a, what a tremendous blessing to have sitting at this table sitting at this desk today, three generations of ministers of the gospel, and we have uh, uh, a father, a uh, son-in-law, and then a grandson here today, and we're so honored to have with us, uh, he is known uh, by, by different titles, to us he's Papa, yeah. but uh, uh, in the ministry he's known as Bishop Walls. And we certainly do appreciate him being with us today. And um, he has been in the ministry, still is in the ministry, uh, has been serving the kingdom for 65 years, has evangelized, pastored for 37 of those years, authored over 30 books. Uh, He holds four doctorates. And uh, has visited and ministered in 56 countries, been on the radio, thousands of radio broadcasts that you have done, and uh, uh, various ways still doing radio broadcasts today. And uh, we're so honored to have you with us today. Bishop Walls, welcome to Kingdom Link Podcast. It is an honor to be with you. Thank you for allowing me to join you and
2: my grandson. <laughs>
1: That's, it's so great to have you here, Papa. What we want to do today is that we want to just give you a time, give you some time. And first of all, tell us a little about, in in 65 years almost of ministry, I believe at, the, at New Year's, it'll be 65 years. Tell us what brought you to the point of ministry and then uh, receiving your call. Uh, to, to work in the kingdom of God. Take us back, if you can, and share with us your thoughts. A, <laughs> uh,
2: I was not raised in church. I was not familiar with uh, church activities. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother and father was not church members. I had mm-hmm. an older brother and older sister that were, and as my older brother that got me in church, got me to go to church. And the first time I went to a a church, a a storefront church in St. Louis, Missouri, I received the Holy Ghost that night Mm -hmm. and uh, was baptized in Jesus' name the following Saturday. Uh, From the very beginning, it was exciting. It was obviously something very new and very interesting. So when I got involved, I got involved. I didn't hold anything back, and it became to do the best I could with what I could do.
0: Wow.
2: And it just, uh, I remember there was uh, some nights that uh, they helped me to the car speaking in tongues because I was so you know, awesome. wrapped up in church service. Right. And uh, I think from that, at that time I was living by myself. And I think it was during that period of time uh, I just felt the urging of the Spirit Yes, sir. The Lord wanted me to preach.
1: Yes, sir. There was a witness in your heart Yes, uh, sir. that this was what your, your calling would be. Right. And right. there was no lightning from heaven, no thunder, no, <laughs> no, no
2: angelic appearance, but uh, a very strong impression. Yes, sir.
0: So after you received your calling, what, what kind of things did you do to initiate that calling, to, to go to the next step?
2: To begin being uh, studious, studying the scriptures, reading the Bible, becoming a uh, souls, let the Bible soak be soaked in my mind and fill my mind with the Bible, the Word of God. Uh, it took some time for that to, of course, transpire. Yes, sir. But, uh, and watching others, looking at others, allowing others to be an example for you, mm-hmm. uh, not allowing yourself to get to the... The point or place where you felt <laughs> I'm the big shot now, right, because i'm the preacher now uh, I never had that kind of
0: that's awesome what what that's kind of awesome. role
1: in this period of time did your pastor play in in getting you ready uh, actually, to begin with I was my first church
2: to attend as a member was the uh the young man that preached the gospel the night and received the Holy Ghost. Became a pastor, okay, and uh, very young man. In fact, I took him to his uh, to my first general conference in 1954 at Atlanta, Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, in my uh, Buick convertible.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> what year was That's that? Awesome!
2: <laughs> it was a '52 Buick convertible,
0: <laughs>
2: fire engine red, Mercy, Mercy. Super. That's awesome. But, uh, I took him to that. Now, that was quite an exciting yeah. experience. Yes, sir. But uh, yes, sir. He was not so much involved with uh, teaching, training me because he was kind yeah. of on the new side himself. I see. As far as a pastor, but my main, the pastor that really affected me was uh, a later event. Brother Skaggs mm-hmm. uh, was a very uh, strong scriptural teaching uh, man that. Uh, I think he had more impression on me than than anybody.
1: Right. Wow. And and uh, I understand that you uh married uh your wife about this time did did uh how did that correlate in uh starting to evangelize and what did that look like uh when you felt like okay I know that I'm supposed to now take this to another level mm-hmm. in in my ministry.
2: My approach to uh, to life after uh, becoming saved, again, as I said, it was something completely new. I was not raised in it. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I wanted to soak it all up. I wanted to be obedient to the Lord uh, in whatever degree I wanted the will of God. Mm-hmm. and uh, And before I asked my wife out at that my girl out that time my girlfriend. <laughs> uh, I asked God. I prayed. Is this is this the one? Right. And the Lord wow. answered. So she was. She didn't have a choice then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome.
0: <laughs> but
2: so you could ask with confidence. Amen. <laughs> yes. Yes, sir. That's awesome. But uh, again, we were faithful. Both of us were faithful to the church and very supportive and of uh, brother sister Skaggs. Uh, and there came a time we have been involved in church, doing all that we can. We were uh, youth director in the church, youth director in the district, and uh, just wow. uh, yeah, got involved with whatever degree. And there just came a time when we felt very impressed uh, to
1: start evangelizing. Wow. That's awesome. So, so basically, the doors open as you stepped into one door. Mm-hmm, that, that's into the, a little at a time. It's not like the big door no. swung open wide, and all of a sudden you're now evangelizing. But you took mm-hmm. steps along the way. Yeah, kind of short steps, short steps, small steps.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how in in your ministry, how did you know when to take that next step? When when it was the right time to take uh, that next step?
2: I've always had the the impression I say always since being in the church that uh, if you will get busy involve yourself in church doors open right mm-hmm. you know you don't wait until the door opens that's awesome you just keep keep doing what you can do and then I think it will open but uh, when we decided to evangelize it wasn't one of the idea it wasn't one of the things that uh, Forty eleven pastors call me and say, Hey, we'd come preach me revival. <laughs> no, we we it was another one of those, God, if this is your will, you know, would you that's the way we uh sought the will of God. If it's your will, let this happen.
1: And and how many revivals did you begin with?
2: Well, that's that's that's
1: <laughs> that's the next step because here I'm gonna become
2: an internationally known evangelist, <laughs> sure. So, <laughs> right. So, I attended a, a general conference in 1959, uh, right here in Indiana, Santa Claus Campground. Uh, it was a whole week of services. So, you know, during four nights and or five nights and four days, you're bound to get maybe a dozen or two pastors lined up. Sure,
0: <laughs> sure. That's awesome.
2: <laughs> But I know I think it was a trying of our faith. The Lord worked it out like he did because when the, when the conference was over, I think it was maybe the last day, uh, an elderly pastor came to me and said, Brother so-and-so was scheduled to come preach for me, but he canceled on me. Will you come in his place? My. So, And that's the only revival I got. My, my. But wow. I, I already had felt it's the time to do it. So, with one revival, and that being a substitute, wow! We, we left, and uh, wow! I didn't know when we preached the revival for two weeks. I didn't know what we was going to do after that. Really,
0: hmm.
1: sixty-five years later, exactly. Here and we he's Still are. evangelizing. And he's still, yes. <laughs> he's still going out. Still, still yeah. working.
0: So, what what kind of advice would you have for someone that would be in a transitional moment uh, that is on the fence of, you know, is this God opening a door or do I need to keep doing what I'm doing? Maybe there's something else that God's got working. Uh,
2: Keep doing what you're doing. And uh, if God has something different for you, you will feel it, you will know it, and uh, uh, it may take a sacrifice on your part. Right. But... uh, May take well. I know it'll take faith on your part, but yes, sir. It, it's not. It's not a. To me, it's not a. A big thing that's the Lord's going to bellow at you
1: and say, "This is what you need to do." Yes, sir. Sometimes He just talks in a still small voice, and sometimes it's little things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, and it comes in pieces of puzzle. Right. They, they right. Don't, don't see it all at one time, but. um you know, the, the, there's a Bible verse that says, "Whatever your hand finds to do, mm-hmm. do it with your might. Do it with That's all right. your might." And so, I think the the greatest point here is that in knowing the will of God and finding the will of God for your calling, is do what you're given now mm-hmm. with excellence, exactly, and and and, and with, with intention, all your heart. with all your heart. And you know, God will open up doors. And be and be
2: sincere what you're doing. Yes, not a, not a, put a of front or a pretension.
1: Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. That's great advice for a young man. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and and I know that there were different stages of ministry and things that you did, but um, how long did you all evangelize? About altogether seven years. Seven years. Yeah. Okay. And uh, did you move right into pastoral ministry from evangelizing? Yes. Yeah. How did that look? I mean, how did that feel and that transition? Was it basically the same little stages of change or uh, what did that look like to you? Uh, we
2: were in general conference and we had a call from some place that, uh, where we had uh, held a, a revival Mm -hmm. And their pastor was leaving, or maybe had already left. And they Mm -hmm. called and said, would you come and consider being our pastor? Yes, sir. And that's our first pastorate in uh, the... No, I'm sorry. My first pastor was in Illinois. That was during the time that Faith was born. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. uh, we settled down for her birth. And, uh, well, again, they contacted me about being pastor. Yes, sir. uh, and we passed that church. We were, it was a transition period for us again. We only pastored there a little over a year, about okay. a year. But okay. it was a, an exciting time. We broke the Sunday school record. We baptized 12 people that year in Jesus' name. That's, that's great. awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's great. But we felt like that we weren't through but evangelizing. Yes, sir. Mm. So yes, sir. that's when we continued.
1: And, and sometimes God does take us on side roads. Mm-hmm. Right. Sometimes God takes us down paths that uh doesn't seem real clear at the moment, but when you look back, you know, you see the hand of the Lord in in those transition moments. And I think sometimes what we're looking for in a transition is fireworks. Yeah. Right. We're looking for the big some, show, some kind of sign. Yeah. You know, God to put a a plane in the sky with a big banner behind of it, go to wherever, you yeah. know. But that's not the way he works, I no, don't think. I think no. he works in in seasons and right. just following him, <clears throat> knowing him.
0: But, uh, in, in those transitional times, going, you know, from evangelist to pastor or whatever, what, what were some challenges that, Came up in those times, especially in the transitional times. And how did you overcome those kinds of challenges? Patiently. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Papa response, <laughs> <laughs> right there.
2: Amen. The the transition is going from evangelist. One advantage of being evangelist, you can leave the troubles behind in the local church. Once you become a pastor, you have to you have to deal with it. right, right. So
0: mm-hmm.
2: that's. Uh, That's a a shock to the system, right? To your thinking, your mental thinking. So, Mm -hmm. again, you've got to adapt if if you're going to whatever you're going to do. You've got to adapt to it. That's good. It's not if you're going to do it, do it, do it right.
1: Do it right, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do it right. And if if you could right now go back to the young. Muncia walls. That's a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you could visit that evangelist or that pastor when you first started. What are some things you'd like to tell him? Off the top of my head, I don't know.
2: Because I think I did what I did uh with purpose. Yes, sir. Feeling I was doing the will of God, so I don't know that you could add to or take away from that.
1: That's 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 a, that's a fantastic statement,
0: because awesome. quite
1: frankly, when uh, quite frankly, when we get to wherever we are in life, we got there by the choices yeah. that we made, yeah. right? And uh, I, I mean, I I I go. I go back in my mind, I think I could have studied more, I could have prayed more mm-hmm. I should sure. have sure. I could have uh done some things differently uh, but uh um, I just think that that we sometimes are driven by quote unquote being a successful minister
0: mm-hmm. right,
1: and so we don't know what that looks like mm-hmm. now, and we just we just say well this if you got this many people in church, or if you've had this this particular thing in your life, what do you what do you think is a good definition of a successful ministry?
2: Well, that's a loaded question. That would, uh, to
1: me, that that would be have so many different answers. Well, uh, as far as like a a, a biblical concept of. You know what what the world says for a leader, for a uh, what the world says for a person to be successful is so different from what a ministry. And so uh, sometimes we feel as ministers unsuccessful Mm -hmm. when we judge ourselves from that. So I mean, if if you could just think of a couple things that would be a hallmark. Of a good man of God, Mm -hmm. a good minister. Ooh, (laughs) I don't know how to approach that really. Well, let me rephrase Uh the question: What are some uh, character traits that make a good uh, minister? What are some things that are character traits? Because you know, for those of the that don't know you, and those that don't live around you have not seen you. I've I've uh, been married in your family. for almost 40 years, and your character has always inspired me.
0: Unparalleled.
1: Mm. Yeah, your character and integrity uh, has always... Ex- and so when I look at you, I see that benchmark of, of success. It's not, to me, about the books that you've written or the places that you've gone, right? but what stands out and inspires me as you're you my pastor and my bishop, but what inspires me is your character,
0: right? right.
1: Mm. And uh, uh, I, I know I know you can't get that in a moment, yeah, it, no, but no. can you speak to character and ministry just a little bit? Ooh, yes, sir.
2: Yes, sir. Going back, turning the clock back, pages in the book back. You know, there, there's there's always things, the things you did last week. There's things you could have done differently. Yes, sir. Right. And things that, looking back, you say, "I wish I had done it differently." That's that's norm. That's life. Right. That's there's no such thing as we're perfect. Right. We haven't reached that state as of yet. Uh, character's uh, not something you're born with.
0: Mm, you know, it's not. That's awesome. It's not inherited
2: by mm-hmm. your in your genes or DNA. Uh, It's what you set your mind to become or to be, Mm -hmm. day in day out. Uh, And I've again, I've my years, I've witnessed so many that fly off the handle um, one day, and and then the next day or so, they want you to love them, Hmm. you know, or act like they're, they're. that nothing has happened. Mm-hmm. That's not character. That well, it is a character, but <laughs> but it, it, it's it, the wrong kind, yeah, he, right? Somebody like that is a character. Era. Yes, <laughs> but, <laughs> yes. But it, it's something you adapt to. It's something that you become by your actions, by your commitment, your mm-hmm. faithfulness. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't grow overnight. I don't think it's it's a be thou faithful. right uh sir enduring overcoming not allowing obstacles or problems to uh, uh,
1: affect you right in your lifestyle well and, and and to me i think again the the calling that you talked about it was with the simple things and the and the daily things now we're talking about character it's really about just living your life mm-hmm. every day every yeah right. consistently right faithful and being the same person that is integrity right and uh i think I think that is a tremendous observation yeah well look at look at the effect
2: you're having on people if you don't have that consistent character mm-hmm. wow you know if 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 they see you one day and you're fussing and carrying on, or uh, not speaking right, 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 and then the next time they you, you they see you, you're, you're saying, "Won't you come to church and let's love one another?" And, right. Uh, to a child of God, especially to a minister of the gospel, it can't be an up and down experience. Right. When it comes to character, so, That's right. You, you will have an up and down experience, of course. <laughs> right. But uh, as far there must be stability mm-hmm, in so. our actions, in our thinking. We shouldn't. We cannot allow what happens to us mm-hmm. to affect how we act. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, as as a young man, what advice could you give to a young leader or a young minister to for for us to strive to be a man of character or of integrity? What are some things that we can do? To try to do that, to be that,
2: I suppose work on your attitude, uh, govern your 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 actions, your attitude, right. control yourself. If you can't control your your feelings, if you can't control your actions, your conversation, and your uh, your attitude, and whatever, uh, you're not going to build that strong character. Right. Yes, sir. It's, it's, it's the proper character that you won't really want. Uh, it's, again, it's a growth process. Yes, sir.
0: That's good.
1: Wow, what a thrill for David and I to sit down with Bishop Walls and talk ministry and servant leadership. The good news, this is only part one of our discussion. We're going to continue on our next podcast, talking with Bishop Walls about ministry, mission, leadership, knowing the will of God, and so much more. If you'd like to know more about Bishop Walls, his ministry, his books, and he has a weekly blog, be sure to check out the information part of our podcast. We'll have links for you to connect with him there. Once again, thank you for joining us today on the Kingdom Link Podcast. It's our passion and our mission to help connect leaders, students, and thinkers to come together. If a leader gets better, then everybody gets better. We invite you to join us each first and third Thursday of every month as we publish a new podcast. If you would, take a moment, subscribe to Kingdom Link. Make sure to share with us on your social media platforms. If you want to connect us directly, You can email us at timwgill at yahoo.com. If you found this podcast a blessing, we certainly would appreciate you rating and reviewing. Don't miss next episode as we continue our discussion and interview with Bishop Muncio Walls. It's going to be a great time. Here at Kingdom Link, we believe leadership only matters if it is passed on. Go lead today.